What's up, everybody? We're back with another great week on the Steeler Crazy, the sick podcast. We have a special NFL insider. I'm Jay York Football. This is Mike Up Sports One, the man, the myth, the legend coming up next. Press play, Sammy. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to the sick podcast. Steelers Crazy. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Yes, sir. I'm incredibly excited to talk ball with this guy. But first and foremost, we want to talk about one of our amazing new sponsors, Yinzers. Are you looking for a new experience that's fun, relaxing, enjoyable, and just a great way to spend quality time with friends and family? At Brushes and Beans Cafe, that's exactly what they hope to provide. Every time you walk through the door, you can enjoy a coffee, espresso, latte, cold brew. You're watching all these Steeler highlights on Twitter every single day. Your eyeballs are bleeding. Get to pick me up. Get some amazing coffee over at Brushes and Beans Cafe. Perfect date night, too. Who knows? Get your Tinder date and bring her uh, over there or him. Brushes and Beans Cafe, Route 22 in the heart of Murraysville. For For more information, visit www.brushesandbeanscafe.com. And our next guest uh, is internationally known, of course, on the microphone. We're excited. Not sure if he's had any coffees today, but talk about tweeting up a storm. The man uh, is an NFL insider. You can find him at Schultz underscore report. It's none other than Jordan Schultz. Jordan. Guys, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Likewise. Brother, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you, somebody who's been so connected for a long time here on the Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. I want to start with, you know, you're obviously somebody who's following from a national perspective, so we like to get an insider's take on the perception of the Steelers from that national perspective. That over-under number in Vegas right now is eight and a half, that win total. You're smiling. You know Mike Tomlin beats that every year. Not sure if you lost money on that under last year or something, but what what kind of is, is... the national perception in regard to the Pittsburgh Steelers right now and their playoff chances. And an ascending team. I think if I could boil it down as simply as possible, that's what I would say. And I would really start with Kenny Pickett because, you know, he, listen, he is so locked in. And I say that understanding that everyone says this about their quarterback, but Pittsburgh believes the franchise wholeheartedly that, he simply won't let them fail. His his willpower, um, his ability to work, his connection to the players, his leadership, he's just it's it matters so much to him. That's how it's been des- described to me. It matters way too much to Kenny Pickett for him to fail. And then you throw in the fact that he's a talented guy, prototypical new age passer who can really move and manipulate the pocket. And then you add someone like George Pickens, Pat Firemuth. Deontay Johnson, um, obviously Najee, I think, is going to be healthy and really bounce back. And, you know, I think one of the more underrated moves in the offseason, a story I was fortunate enough to break, was Isaac Ciamalo, three-year deal. One of the premier guards in the league. Not a fancy guy, but a workman-like mentality that will really fit in with the Steelers' DNA. So all of those pieces together, uh, I haven't mentioned, you know, T.J. Watt, but there's just a lot to like about the team. And I think it really starts with Pickett. 
Some of the recent breaking news, Jordan, maybe another guy that's not fancy, not sexy, but the Steelers bring in some linebacker depth for Quan Alexander uh, just a couple of days ago. What are they getting in this guy? Quan uh, Alexander is someone who was really, is really, was really well liked with the Jets. Uh, he's a really athletic linebacker who can play off the ball. And I think um, he'll, he'll make an impact for sure. He's, he's, he's been one of the better linebackers in the league for a long time. And I think given his age and the position, that's why it took this long to get him signed. But I wouldn't underrate that pickup. Um, it was classic Omar Khan. Wait until he has the maximum, uh, you know, until he, he has the most leverage. And I just thought it was a really sound move. And I think he'll he'll make an impact for them. He can rush a little bit. He can cover a little bit. He's a very sound tackler. And he was just, again, very well liked in New York. So I thought it was a good move. Good to hear. We're hanging out with Jordan Schultz here on the Sick Podcast. Steelers, crazy. I'm going to kick it back over to the second most important Jordan on the show, Jordan York. Well, I'm also not a former college hooper. Uh, where where did you play basketball? I think maybe our viewers would want to hear about that before we jump back sure. into the Steelers. Not well, but uh, I played four years. I played at Seattle University for two, where I'm from, and then I decided to go down to to the Division three level at Occidental College in LA. I think my career was um, not the kind of career that I would have wanted. In other words, it disappointed me in many ways. I I was a really good high school player. Uh, I had a really good senior year. We actually had an opportunity to go down state for the first time in school history. Mm. And um, it was a great run. And, and I was you know, a big part of it. But my college career never really got off the ground. But I did play four years. I had I had some memorable games, but I never sustained. I wasn't I wasn't a yeah. consistent performer. So What's the was... Occidental College mascot? I got to know. <laughs> we were the Tigers. Seattle U Redhawks. Okay. Occidental Tigers. So um, actually Obama went there for two years. And so that's what people that's know awesome. it for. Or they think it was a dentistry school because it says Occidental. So it, it's just, it, was just, it was a very classic, you know, small liberal arts Southern California school. So his one stats, game of one his... on one. Hold on. Hold on. You or Obama? Who's winning? I think I'll win like 11-3. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, my game was very dimensional. I was a, I was, I'm a great shooter. I'm not good at anything else in basketball. So one-on-one, -on -one, if, if the opponent is not a great defender, if they're a little bit slow, I'm probably going to win because I'll just shoot three, which count, you know, extra. So um, that's, that's my strategy. It's very simple. So they have the Barack Obama and also your statue there. That's pretty cool. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, too. Wow, you can just rattle names. So, I mean, these are like A-list. Yeah, I know. Because it's a, it had a very good like acting film school. So, That's you know, awesome. I was obviously not a part of that. But it's uh it's definitely <laughs> this is this is our colors, black and uh black and orange. So yeah. What did you make of the Steelers free agency signings? Let's just talk about some veteran guys, Patrick Peterson and Alan Robinson to be specific. Just shed some light on that for us. Yeah, I, I thought both were really were really important. One because so, so Robinson last year, let's start with him because, um, you know, he didn't have the kind of year that everyone anticipated for a Pro Bowl caliber player. But the, if you really look at the numbers in terms of him, his ability to get open, he was open a lot considering how few targets he got. And a big part of that was Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford, their connection. Then Cup goes down and 
Stafford's hurt. It just never got off the ground. It wasn't a good fit. Um, I think he'll be a great fit in Pittsburgh for a couple reasons. One is he is extremely motivated. Um, I did a podcast with Alan a couple of years ago, a basketball pod. And um, in addition to being a kind of a savant with the NBA, he's a football savant. He, he understands at an extremely high level the wide receiver position. I think he'll have a huge impact on Pickens, uh, on Deontay. And I think he's really going to be a safety valve for Kenny Pickett. And then Patrick Peterson, listen, the, the league is not signing up for 30-plus-year-old cornerbacks. It's just not – it doesn't happen. But he's still a really good player. And last year was probably – was really one of his better years. I talked to a scout about him when they made that move, and he said it was probably his second or third best season of his career. And that says a lot for a guy that at one point was a perennial – all-pro caliber player. So I, I thought both moves, while maybe not super sexy, were really good. All good stuff. It's it's good to hear because, you know, we have we do have national guys on here, but it, I always like to ask, like, what's the perspective of the Steelers? Like, we started off the show and, like, these guys coming in and would have never known Allen Robinson, a basketball fan as well. So, yeah. Hey, listen, I, I, think, I think the division is so tough. I think Baltimore's going to be a lot better. I think Cleveland's going to be yes. really good. Obviously, everyone's chasing Cincinnati, but Pittsburgh to me is a 10, I'll just say double digit win team. I think they're a 10, 11 win team. They're a playoff team. I, I, mm-hmm. I've said it the last six weeks. Um, I really, I thought that they hit it big on the draft. I just really like the direction of the team. I, I would compare them in some ways to Detroit in the NFC, where they haven't had that under this regime or under this uh, quarterback, you know, the playoff success yet, but you see it. You really feel like, it's not just hype. It's it's real. And so to me, they're very similar to Detroit in that, in that regard. One more before I throw it on over to Mike. Uh, just talk a little bit about what were your thoughts on the Alex Highsmith? He's actually a friend of the show. Um, just all around great guy. We had Larry Joby on another Charlotte guy on the show. Uh, just really happy that he got paid because, you know, he, he really has produced, um, especially last season and stepped up. So I uh, just kind of wanted to see where you're at on that. I, I thought the Highsmith deal was one of the biggest no-brainers of anyone from an extension standpoint. He gets life-changing money, but his story is just remarkable. He he goes from being basically a zero-star recruit and walk on and told he's not good enough, he shouldn't play this position, just one after another. Um, I love Alex. I think he's, he's exactly what being a Pittsburgh Steeler is all about. He epitomizes the franchise in the city. So I can't think of a better example of someone who's earned that kind of money. And so I thought it was a great move. He's a great player. He's an ascending player like the team. So I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, and I thought it was very well-deserved. I agree. Mike? Yeah, it's hard to give a draft grade you know, right away. Generally, I think five years down the line, you look at these things and you say, okay, they did a good job or not so hot of a job. But the Steelers are getting A's left and right, something Jordan and I never saw growing up in, in high school or college. Not you, Jordan Schultz. Jordan York and I. Project uh, <laughs> Jones, Joey Porter, Darnell Washington. Talk about this Steelers draft class uh, a little bit. Yeah, Jones was was considered one of the most talented linemen in the draft um, with the – like he's going to grow into his body, grow into his game. His upside is, is enormous. I, I just – really talented guy with the framework to become a superstar tackle. Uh, Darnell uh, Washington, it was freakish. I mean, almost 6'8". He ran a crazy number. Was it 4'5", maybe? Was it something like that? 
Four, I think ran low four five. Yeah, around four five. Um, and on top of that, I think what Sealer fans are going to love is he can be a six lineman. He's he's going to have a massive impact um, on the run game as well. He can chip, and then I just think his natural pass catching ability. Some of the catches he made at Georgia were, were just they're, they're freakish. He's a freakish talent. Um, I I just I him and Fryer move together is crazy because they're both really versatile guys, but they're different. You know, um, Fryermuth is a seam guy. You can put Darnell uh, on the perimeter. You can do that with Pat too, but they're just, they complement each other really well. And you mentioned Joey Porter, obviously a, a kind of a local guy, Penn State guy as his dad, connection with his dad. And I just think Porter, like that draft video that we all saw when Porter was obviously disappointed to not go as high said a lot to me. Um, He's been in the NFL his whole life. He knows what it is to be a pro. He was a dominant college player at the highest level. He has the physical tools. He's incredibly intelligent. Um, All three of those, that's why I said earlier, I thought they killed the draft. I thought those were A's across the board. And I think all three will have an impact um, right away. Let's get you out of here on this. I want to talk about this, this running back quandary situation going on right now in the league and i've been i've been hashtagging running backs matter for a few weeks now it certainly doesn't feel like the nfl feels uh the same way you got the jonathan taylor saga uh obviously what's happened with, with some other guys around the league where does where does this go moving forward are we just seeing obviously this trend that's going to continue Run yeah. the wheels off of them a little bit and then you don't pay them and and you know rinse or peak find a new guy late in the draft <laughs> I, yeah, I don't see any scenario where that changes. I mean, you, you talked about Taylor, but it, obviously Saquon, Eckler, Jacobs, yeah. Pollard. You, you could just go down the list. Aaron Jones took a pretty hefty pay cut in Green Bay. Um, the position has been so devalued from a financial standpoint. Ironically, it's been it's become more valuable at the same time. It's it's so the more the better you play, as Derrick Henry said, I could run for two thousand yards. They'll just tag me or um, reduce my salary any way possible. The better you play, the worse it gets. Um, it's really a terrible situation. And no other – I was – I've talked to a lot of people about this because I, I'm curious. I'm much smart enough to understand how this got collectively bargained. But in no other league do you have a 10-year CBA. And so yeah. while the league has gone back to the running back really a lot over the last three years, we see it ebb and flow. Now the running back is in vogue in many ways. The actual value of the position financially has been, um, you know, completely marginalized. So it's really unfortunate. I say that as a full-on player's advocate. I don't see any solution. Um, you know, Jim Irsay, I thought, was was really off base with what he said, but unfortunately accurate in the sense that they have all the leverage, Indianapolis. The same goes with New York and Saquon, with the Chargers and Austin Eckler. So the better you are as a running back, it, it, it actually hurts you in many ways. It's so counterintuitive. It's a terrible situation. And um, I don't really see, until the CBA expires in a few more years, I don't really see it changing. Yeah, definitely on brand with Jim Mercer there. Uh, I Fair. think we'll see something. <laughs> I think we'll I, I think steal the running back position is a, The yeah. running back position is a is – a, is a, uh, a violent car crash every play. You're either getting hit as a runner, you're blocking someone. Um, it's just a brutally challenging position. And I would argue that it's a force multiplier and that 
if you're a great running back, you can really have a tremendous impact, especially on a young quarterback. Look at Saquon and Daniel, the impact they had on each other. But Saquon helped Daniel Jones. I think Najee will help Kenny this year. It's just a really important position, and unfortunately, I don't see anything changing. Yep, we certainly could see some of the same drama unfolding with Najee Harris uh, in the near future. Jordan, it has been an absolute pleasure. He's one of the best NFL insiders in the world out there. Follow him My on pleasure. Twitter at Schultz underscore report. And we hope this gets back to Barack Obama. I uh, hope he <laughs> watches this and yeah. sees that another that alum said he'll kick his butt. Yeah, my pleasure, and uh, I'd love to come on again. And for those watching, I'm sorry about the eye or multiple eyes. I I have some kind of condition, but but the next time I come on, hopefully uh, it'll it'll look. Normal. You could you could have just wore sunglasses. That's why I thought that you. I, I I thought about that. I don't think I have quite the swag, but I I enjoyed it, and I'm happy to, <laughs> happy to do it again as uh, we get into the season. Most definitely. Thank you again for coming on, and uh, just tell everyone where they can find you too. Yeah. No, it's uh, Schultz Report on Twitter. Instagram, Jordan Schultz, TikTok, real Jordan Schultz. Um, so that's yeah, where you, that's where you do your, your end zone dances on TikTok. I do my end zone dances. I have, I, I yeah, I, exactly. I, there you go. I'm not a very uh, creative guy in terms of the move. I'm very, uh, like I said, I'm very one dimensional in basketball. Mm-hmm. I'm very one dimensional in my dancing. I kind of just like raise the roof. Uh, I think it was Kobe <laughs> that Kobe once said basketball players, a real basketball player can't dance. And I always remember that as a kid. So yeah. Awesome stuff again. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks, guys. uh, Take care. Thanks, man. Much appreciated. Catch you soon. Yeah, man. Always a good time. Anytime we can jump on here with an NFL insider. And like you said before, it's great getting, of course, uh, perspective from these national guys, of (laughs) course, who, you know, aren't as attached uh, to the Steelers as we are and some of the local guys we bring on. But generally, it seems like the perception has been the same around that 10-7 and 7 mark, which, yeah. you know, Jordan said it, gets, it, it should get them in the playoffs, which means I'm going to assume they're going to finish above the Cleveland Browns if that's the case because it'd be tough for four teams to get in. He likes Baltimore a lot, and I'm assuming Cincinnati still wins at AFC North in his mind. But, yeah, I thought he said some really interesting things, uh, Jordan, and the guy certainly – uh, loves their free agency class and the signing of Alex Highsmith, which even locally some people were having questions about. I mean, I think what's funny is like, you know, I look at like Facebook comments and stuff on Twitter and you have like Jim from Carrick and they're like, they should have never drafted Kenny Pickett. The running backs suck. The wide receiver, Deontay Johnson doesn't have any time. I mean, I see it all, man. And I'm just like, Listen, these guys live and breathe football. If someone from the national, you know, at the national level, we just had Adam Rank on here recently. Like these guys, like they're not necessarily Steeler fans. Like they'll tell you, hey, the Steelers might only win seven games. Everyone who we talk around, you know, nine, 10, 11 wins that we've had on nationally yeah. uh, recently. So I think that, I mean, the, the argument is that, you know, that that's the ceiling for the Steelers playoffs. I mean, what we do in the playoffs, we control our own destiny, but I think we're a playoff team. Uh, the AFC North, to me, I mean, Bengals are tough. I think if Lamar's healthy, that the that the Ravens, you know, will be up there. The Browns are the Browns. They just don't really scare me. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Year two, Kenny Pickett. Just keep building, yeah. man. I want to mention two things. If you're watching this right now, you probably have already – uh, scrolled through this, but we do film a little bit uh, in advance or a bit delayed. But one, uh, unfortunately, it looked like Corey Trice went down today at Steelers camp, had to be carted off. 
uh, looked like a leg injury. So we're hoping the best for him. The news might already be out uh, by the time you're watching this in regard to the severity there. But, man, that's a guy, one of those avatar corners who's really impressed, yeah. was an absolute steal in the draft. So that would uh, be a big blow, and you'd feel awful for him, of course, in terms of his, Speedy his recovery. Progress. And then the other things that George Pickens catch – uh, over over uh, Joey Porter Jr. I think this is already the number one trending topic in Twitter. Uh, I'm pretty damn sure. I think every major outlet has reposted this video. Uh, so shout, hey, shout out to all those guys at Steelers camp taking those videos illegally and posting them uh, on the internet. Media is not allowed to do that, but we got a lot of people. I'll shout, shout out Pickensburg. There's some other guys that uh, uh, you know put those put those online. So hopefully other teams aren't stealing the plays at the end of the day, but it makes for some some sick content. All right, speaking of sick stuff, I want to talk a little bit before we jump off here about shopyins.com, okay? Shopyins.com, absolutely awesome. First of all, awesome people that run this, our guy Taylor Perry. Uh, can't wait to, you know, hang out with him during this season. And, you know, we're getting all of his gear left and right. And so you should too. Because shopyins.com with two Z's, the number one brand for Pittsburgh sports. Also, a giveaway coming out. We're going to have a sick giveaway coming up. This is all black and gold all the time, okay? We want you to use the code SICK15, S-I-C-K-1-5, 15% off your entire purchase. Listen, we get a lot of you know messages all the time that's like, hey, 15% off this purchase. Uber Eats, you get 15% off, but you got to spend $400 to get that 15% off. Yeah. This, no minimum purchase necessary. That's the absolute key here. No minimum. You don't have to spend $400 like the Uber Eats, you know, Chinese food I get where I order it for $11 and it comes out to $652 uh, after the <laughs> taxes, fees, and minimum. So shopyins.com, 2Zs, great place, giveaway coming up, Jordan. And yeah, let's rock. Yeah, and we have some exciting news that we're going to be announcing soon coming into the season. So make sure you tell your friend to subscribe. It's free. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you coming along for the ride. And uh, another great guest in Jordan just breaking it down. There you have it. Another double-digit Steeler prediction going into the season. The Steelers are a playoff team. And you heard it here first on the one and only Steelers Crazy Sick Podcast. Sammy, take it away. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.